Hello and welcome to night number 12 of 31 Nights of Frights, year two, the sequel, presented by Inner Honest Opinion. For those of you who do not know by now, my name is Adam and I'll be your host. So, so far you guys have heard me speak about Creepshow, Creepshow 2, and the super crappy Creepshow 3. However, there was another movie. There was Tales from the Dark Side, the movie. In a lot of ways, this is actually Creepshow 3. More Creepshow 3 than the actual Creepshow 3. There was a lot of the same people involved. There was producer Richard P. Rubenstein and George A. Romero, who took on scripting duties for one of the episodes or stories featured here. And his story is actually based off of a short story by Stephen King. So it has a lot more ties to the original Creepshow than, say, what the actual Creepshow 3 does. So, how's that for an intro? But with that said, I think we should get into the actual episode. So here it is, directed by John Harrison, longtime friend and producer on some of George Romero's works. This is 1990s Tales from the Dark Side, the movie. So in case you did not know, here's a little brief history on the show Tales from the Dark Side. This was a show that originated in 1983 and ran up to about, I think, around 88, 87 maybe. But Tales from the Dark Side actually was the, I guess, dream project for George Romero and originally was going to start out as a Creepshow TV show. However, when they couldn't get the rights to using Creepshow, they decided on the title, Tales from the Dark Side. A lot of the same people that worked on Creepshow 1 and 2 worked on Tales from the Dark Side. And some of the stories, I would say, fit a feeling of Creepshow 1 and 2. It even had uh, some episodes written by Stephen King. There was two episodes written by him. And also, there was an episode written by Clive Barker. And George Romero occasionally did scripting duties on some of the episodes, too. So it's kind of cool. It was sort of like his version of The Twilight Zone. Not all the episodes of the original show are great. However, they're pretty pretty well worth checking out. The only thing that holds it back is 80s TV, specifically 80s syndicated TV. So a lot of the episodes come off looking as cheap. But occasionally we do get some guest stars on the episodes, so it's definitely worth seeing if you have not ever seen it. It's one of my favorites from when I was growing up, and I used to like to catch it when I could. Being a syndicated show, it was never on at a set time. So that brought on a few years later, you had Tales from the Dark Side, the movie. And the difference between Tales from the Dark Side, the movie, and say something like Creepshow 2 it actually has some star power behind it. You have actor Steve Buscemi, Julianne Moore, Christian Slater, and Deborah Harry. So that's actually kind of cool. Not only that, it does have uh, Matthew Lawrence in it as well. So we have a little bit of actual star power, something that was sadly missing from Creepshow 2. In Tales from the Dark Side, the movie, we actually have three different stories here. Uh, one is based off a Stephen King story, as I said, with George A. Romero providing the scripting duties for that specific one, and longtime collaborator with George Romero, Michael McDowell, 
wrote the two other ones. The first story is called Lot 249, and that involves a mummy and some backstabbing by some pretty terrible students. The interesting thing about that one is the fact that it's based off of a short story by Sir Arthur Conan Doyle. The George A. Romero adaptation of the Stephen King story, The Cat from Hell, and also you have Lover's Vow as the final story. The wraparound story here is a little bit on the unique side. It involves a witch who is hosting a party and is going to cook a kid that she kidnapped. And it's kind of interesting because in her dungeon slash kitchen, the book that's in the, the dungeon actually is Tales from the Dark Side. So theoretically, we could assume that all of the stories that were actually in the TV show were written in that book. So I think that's kind of a cool idea. Not only that, they kind of did a reinvention of Hansel and Gretel. So that was kind of unique for them to do with the wraparound. I actually found all of the segments here to be enjoyable. There's not really a weak one. I think the actual standout episode is going to be Lover's Vow. That story there is definitely very unique and also one that I wasn't quite expecting when I saw it as a kid. It uh, features a guy that witnesses the murder of his bartender friend and it's at the hands of a gargoyle. He just so happens to find the love of his life and it has a pretty good twist ending. So I definitely recommend that one, as well as the movie in general. The special effects handled by K&B here, as well as Tom Savini, are very well done. The creature, the gargoyle creature, is a definite standout. And also in The Cat from Hell, you've never seen something so crazy, such as a cat climbing down a person's throat and also climbing back up. If it sounds gross, yeah, that's because it is. One of the best things I think about this movie is the fact that it really captures the feeling of the original TV show, but it does it with a much bigger budget type of feel, but it never feels too far out there as far as the budgeting and what's presented here. It's definitely a fun anthology. It doesn't quite have the sense of humor that the Creepshow 1 had. However, it is present, especially in the first two episodes, or first two stories. But the last one is definitely bleak and is straight up Tales from the Dark Side. That is something you would definitely see on the TV show. But they really did a great job as far as adapting the style of the TV show to this movie. And also making it feel like it could also be almost a creep show 3. As far as I know, some overseas releases, uh, non-domestic releases, they actually marketed this and called it Creepshow 3, which is pretty cool in its own right. So you heard my thoughts on Creepshow 3 back on episode 10. I definitely recommend this one over the actual Creepshow 3. I think it's even a better movie than Creepshow 2. However, I do not think that it's as good as the first one. So if I had to rank all of these films together, I would say the first Creepshow is going to be the best, uh, followed by Tales from the Dark Side, Creepshow 2, and finally Creepshow 3. This here is one that I can recommend just because it's a lot of fun to watch. So if you haven't seen it, definitely give it a shot. But with that, 
I think I'm going to close out tonight's episode. As a reminder, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Adam underscore analyzes. And also, I got a website, adamanalyzes.com. You can listen to episodes on there as well. And also, have you heard? The contest is live. So if you want to score that Creep Show, the original Creep Show, Collector's Edition from Shout Factory, no, that's not a promotion from them. Uh, go back to episode 10 find out what you can do to win that. But with that being said, good night. <laughs>